from Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Friday, January 6th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. An explosion hits Damascus. Syria's government and the opposition blame each other for the blast. Also, efforts in Egypt to rescue precious books damaged in last month's riots. The fastest way and the easiest way to dry them is simply take them up to the roof of the building and let the Egyptian sun uh, beat down on them. And rising poverty in Greece forces some parents to abandon their kids. They have a pain, you know, in their heart that they will leave their children, but they know that it's for the best. BBC News with Marion Marshall. Stronger than expected official figures in the United States show that unemployment fell last month to 8.5%, the lowest level in nearly three years. The number of new jobs rose by about 200,000. A BBC correspondent in New York says that if the employment trend continues, it will help blunt attempts by President Obama's Republican opponents to discredit his economic stewardship ahead of the presidential election in November. The president welcomed the figures, adding that more needed to be done. The American people, I think, uh, rightly understand that uh, there's still a lot of struggles that people are going through out there. A lot of families are still having a tough time. A lot of small businesses are still uh, having a tough time. But we're starting to rebound. We're moving in the right direction. We have made real progress. Now is not the time to stop. The Syrian government has blamed terrorists for a suicide bomb attack in Damascus. But the opposition accuses the government of staging it as a diversionary tactic. Syrian officials say up to 25 people were killed and many more wounded. A British reporter, Ian Black, who went to the scene, described what he'd been shown. Somebody held up a glove filled with blood and said this is Syrian blood. There was a sense that the Syrian authorities wanted to show what had happened. There were what appeared to be the remains of somebody who was said to have been the suicide bomber. It was a very grisly scene of body parts in a plastic bag. Uh, it was a, a, a pretty horrible sight. What we didn't see were any other bodies of the people who are said to have been killed. Opposition groups called the attack part of a dirty game to divert attention from protests, which once again took place across the country after Friday prayers. Police in northern Nigeria say at least 14 people have been killed by gunmen in drive-by shootings. In recent weeks, the Islamist group Boko Haram has repeatedly targeted Christians. Mark Lobel reports from Lagos. While they were mourning a loved one and deciding what to do with the corpse, relatives and friends of a person shot on Thursday were also gunned down. Both attacks bore the hallmarks of the militant Islamist group Boko Haram as killers on motorbikes conducted the drive-by Kalashnikov shootings that have become synonymous with a reign of terror now sweeping the north. The attackers chanted Muslim slogans according to one eyewitness who hid under a table. The gunman had stormed a meeting of Christians from a southern ethnic group in a town hall in rural northeast Nigeria. The United States Navy has rescued a group of Iranian fishermen who'd been held by pirates in the Arabian Sea. The Navy says it came across a pirate skiff which was moored next to an Iranian fishing boat and freed 13 Iranians who'd been held captive for several weeks. The rescue was led by an aircraft carrier, the John C. Stennis, which had been warned by Iran to keep away from the Gulf. World News from the BBC. 
A Tibetan protester has set himself on fire in southwest China, the 13th such protest against the Chinese authorities in 10 months. Tibetan support groups said that the man shouted slogans in support of the exiled Dalai Lama near the troubled Kirti Monastery in Sichuan before setting himself alight. It's not known whether the man survived. The British Prime Minister David Cameron has criticised the release of the film The Iron Lady, a Hollywood biopic about his conservative predecessor, Margaret Thatcher. In a BBC interview, he praised the film's star, Meryl Streep, but he said he wished Baroness Thatcher's dementia hadn't been portrayed while she was still alive. The new Prime Minister of Jamaica, Portia Simpson-Miller, has said she intends to make the island a republic. In her inaugural address, Ms Simpson-Miller said the time had come for Jamaica to have its own president. The Queen's grandson, Prince Harry, is due to visit the island this year. Our royal correspondent, Peter Hunt, reports.